adventurers, and welcome to Dungeons and Newbies, episode number 18. In this episode, we are going to be talking about what magical items are, how to get them, why have them, some of my personal favorites, and how to make and modify your own magical items. First, let's talk about what magical items are. Magical items are different objects in the world that have magical properties imbued within them, whether by a wizard or a god. There are many, many magical items in the Dungeon Master's Guide, all of which have a description. This description includes the item's rarity, whether or not they require attunement, and what they do. Rarity refers to how easy this item is to find within the world. For example, an item that is only common would be much easier to find, and therefore cheaper, than an item that has a legendary rarity. If a magical item requires attunement, this means that a character who wishes to get the full use out of these magical items must spend at least an hour with the item and focusing on it. Some magical items can be used with some magical properties without attunement, and others cannot. If a magical item says right next to its rarity, requires attunement, or requires attunement by a paladin, for example, these items need to be attuned with to use the magical properties. If an item does not state if it needs to be attuned to, no attunement is required. If a character has a magical weapon that they need to attune to, but have not done so yet, they may still use the weapon as though it were a normal, non-magical weapon. How do you get your hands on a magical item? There are a number of ways depending upon your dungeon master. Some DMs have magical items in treasure hoards at the end of a dungeon. Others have shops in which you can buy magical items. Others have auctions where characters can bid on magical items. And there are many other ways a DM might have magical items available to the characters. When I DM, I use a combination of all of these. In a treasure hoard, you could find many, many different types of magical items. In a magical item shop, characters can expect to find items with a rarity from common to rare. In an auction or a wizard's tower, this is where characters might find more rare items. Even in some normal shops, characters in my games can find magical items with a rarity of common. Now, why even have magical items? Well, magical items can be extremely fun and useful. Certain magical items make you deadly in combat, others give you an edge in social interactions, while others make you smile on the street. There are countless magical items between the Dungeon Master's Guide, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, and the homebrew content that people make. This means no matter the type of game, no matter what you're looking for, you can find something that will suit your needs. Some of my personal favorite magical items include a portable hole, cloak of useful items, armor of gleaming, and the deck of many things. I love the portable hole because it allows the players to get really creative in its use. And if they just need some extra pocket space, they have a lot of it. The Cloak of Useful Items has patches that when pulled off, turn into the thing stitched onto them. This is an awesome item for almost any situation. 
Need a few spare gold? It's on a patch. Need some potions of healing? Also a patch. Need a ten-foot hole? Again, there's a patch for that. The Cloak of Useful Items gives the players another chance to get really creative with what they have access to. Armor of Gleaming is great. Don't you hate cleaning off that caked blood from your beautiful, custom-made plate armor? Well, I do. And Armor of Gleaming never gets dirty, so you'll never have to clean off your armor again. Finally, the Deck of Many Things. If you're familiar with this item, you probably know it by reputation. This item has a history of being game-breaking and a way to instantly end your campaign. I was aware of this reputation when I started to dabble with it. I had already ran a game, so I felt confident that I knew what my players would like and what they wouldn't. Instead of simply throwing the item in the game, I changed the rules. I rewrote almost every card to better suit my game and my style. I ensured that not only would it be fun for me, but also for my players. And now, the dreaded deck of many things appears in every game we play, and we love it. I mentioned modifying a magical item. How would one go about doing that? Well, before you modify or even put a magical item into your game, ensure that you know what your group is like, what they enjoy, and what they dislike in their games. If your game is combat-heavy and your players love that, put in some magical weapons. If your game is more of an espionage game, put in an item that complements that style. The same things go for modification. You need to know your group, and how your modifications will be handled by them. With my modified deck of many things, there are still cards that terrify the players every time they go to draw, but nothing that would make them want to stop playing the game. If you think a quest would be too easy if they purchased a certain type of potion, and they are looking for that potion, because they know it will make it easier, consider modifying the potion rather than telling the players they can't find it. Consider changing the duration or the quality of the effect that the potion bestows upon its consumer. You can also make your own magical items. I have done it and I will link you to a page where you can purchase and download over 50 magical items that I have created. First, you need to get an idea for an item and write it down. Then read through and tinker with it. Put it in a few test situations and check it against the DMG to determine the rarity of your item. Finally, put it in a game. After it's been put in the game, you may want to change something about it. Rework the item and ask the player that has that item if they would rather continue to use the original item or the updated version. If you asked the question, no matter what they say, you have to be okay with their answer. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please leave a review. Reviews help us get noticed and let more people know that we exist. If you really enjoyed, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash dungeonsnewbies. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, our Patreon, Stitcher, YouTube, our website, dungeonsandnewbies.com. 
and almost anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We have a Redbubble. If you're interested, you can get yourself some Dungeons and Newbies merch at redbubble.com slash people slash Dungeons Newbies. Our music comes from Hero Down by Kevin McLeod. Thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, adventurers. <laughs>